I feel like I could say Star Magazine a number of times. Probably up to a full half an hour. <laughs> Star Magazine. Star Magazine. <laughs> yeah. I think we could do a half an hour of that. I, I mean, we could. Star Magazine. <laughs> no one's questioning whether we can do that. Goodness, it's the Doom to Fail podcast. I am, let me count, check, looking through. Mm-hmm. One, six, nine, six. Tim Dobbs, and with me, as ever, it's the mathematical barcode who is a lady, Catherine Kogert. Thank you. It's good to be scanned here. Beep. Beep. 398. Savings. <laughs> 429. <laughs> what? Really? Hmm. Well, that's quite oh, a It drives me crazy. When you're when you're checking what? out and they do this whole like, oh, this thing costs fifteen dollars, but then you save ten dollars and now it's reasonable. I don't know. Oh yeah. Well that's that's the world we're living in, right? Mm-hmm. Do you guys have those um uh I'm sure everyone does now, the uh, uh auto scan the self serve checkouts at the grocery store? Yeah. That's common now, right? Yeah. There's a tiny new grocery store that opened up that does not have them, but I really, really like all the checkout people. Oh well, I mean Fair enough. I think, I mean, that's the reason you go to the self-checkout is because the checkout people are unpleasant, right? Yeah. Or you just, you know, actually, the real reason that I go to the self-checkout is, I mean, I go to the same grocery store all the time, and so I'm going to get to know all the checkers. I just don't Mm -hmm. want them to have a mental record of what I buy, because I I don't (laughs) want anybody to know about that. But me, it's personal that I eat this much ice cream. It's really? personal yeah. that I'm that into Dinamitos. Dinamitos? What is that? Or is it Dinamitos? They're, oh. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, can we save it for another episode? Because I can Let's do talk that. about those. Yes. No, I, I, I have actually, when I go to the grocery store, I'm, I, people are usually wowed by how nice the things I'm getting. A lot of vegetables and whatever. I've had people, I actually got hit on once by someone who was like, ooh, you're getting some fancy food, aren't you? And I was like, well, no, really. And they're like, hey, so what are you doing? And I was like, I'm cooking the food I got. Uh, like, was this like a homeless person who was looking for a meal? <laughs> yeah, they're just, boy, I pick up a lot of homeless dates. That's the thing. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? I thought maybe you could let me sit on your comfortable couch just to get a load off my, my barking dogs. And also maybe feed me a little. What? What do you think? <laughs> Wink. No, no, it was, it was the checker out, the checkout lady. She was, uh, she was checking me out, so to speak. But oh my goodness! Here's, here's the the cross side: is the guy at the convenience store right by my apartment uh, totally sees the dark side because <laughs> I don't buy ice cream That's at true. the grocery store. Well, yeah. I think I won't. Yeah. And then I, I go down to the convenience store because I'm like, no, oh, I want ice cream now, and I foolishly didn't buy it, so I'm going to pay twice as much. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, that's that's the world we're living in. I mean, fortunately, I uh, I live very close, or unfortunately, I live very close to the grocery store, so that that eleven o'clock ice cream run kind of just happens at the grocery store at the same place mm. that I uh, buy my vegetables. And you just right, you don't shit, you're not supposed to shit where you eat. I mean, that's rule number one. Which hmm, uh, okay. Well, so, uh... <laughs> I don't want to look too far into that metaphor. Yeah. In this I, instance. I, 
I think we had the same thought there. We kind of peered around the corner and went, nah, not for us. <laughs> That's not the homeless date I want it. tonight. <laughs> I prefer to think of it as a double life. You know, you're, oh, you're sure. healthy, yeah. well-to-do, Catherine, in the daytime. But by night, you're slobby, gross, Catherine. Oh, uh, thanks, buddy. <laughs> Fighting crime and eating ice cream. <laughs> uh, well, so it sounds like you are not subject to uh, our, our topic for this very episode of the Doom to Fail podcast, which is the impulse buy section at the grocery store. Oh, the impulse buy section. <laughs> well, but, but it sounds like, I mean, I don't, I feel like I never get anything at the impulse buy because my impulses come when I'm not at the grocery store. You're saying that you go into the grocery store stalwart, already shielding yourself from the M&Ms and ice cream and dinamitos. Well, uh, the ice cream is not in the, the impulse buy section. I, 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 I make quaver at the ice cream section sometimes, uh, <laughs> but rarely do I get be like, I'm done with my shopping for the day, look at me, and I get in line, and I look over there at the Twix and go, hmm, maybe I should get a king-size Twix. Or a dozen magazines. Uh, you have in the back of your head. No, because then I can just go get that at the convenience store later if I really want it. Yeah, I don't know. And punish myself by paying so. like twice as much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the idea, right? Is that like, no, no, I'll just, I'll make it difficult for me. And then it turns out I'm up to the challenge. <laughs> of paying a few more. Of paying a little bit more. It's surprisingly easy to spend a lot of money. <laughs> For sugar, yeah. For sugar, yeah. Did you ever buy anything from the impulse buy section? Uh, let's see. Not magazines. All right. Well, let's let's start at the bottom left, across from the conveyor belt. Okay. So that's gonna be your mints. Uh, your your lesser candies. The the right. the brand namier candies tend to be a little higher up. The sub candies. Your your score. Right. Your Heath bar. Oh uh, man, your Rolos. Rolos, exactly. Mm -hmm. Who picks up a pack of Rolos? I don't even know. I'm not against it. I actually kind of like Rolos. I but know, like, but like, it's always at the bottom, so it's like, I could either reach down there and get some Rolos, or Twix is right up here. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Snickers. <laughs> That's, okay, so, so, but you never buy your mints or your, your lesser candy You bars. know, if there's like a credit card tic -tacs? minimum where I am, then I might reach mm. over and I'm just under it, I might reach over, grab myself something. Yeah. Uh, gum. Gum's certainly good for oh, that. Oh, yeah. Gum. Gum, for sure. But, you know, I usually am like, I am, I need gum at the store, and I know I can get it just pretty much on my way out, so. Do you have, do you have gum on your shopping list? Hang on. <laughs> a mental shopping list? I don't really make written ones, but, like, a mental uh, shopping list? Yeah, I'll be like, yeah, I yeah. need some gum. Hmm, that's fair. I, no, I've mean, never I done like that. I gum I, if I have a reason to. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm a lifelong gum moocher. The only time I ever have gum is when someone goes, hey, you want some gum? You're what's bringing the society down. Yeah, yeah, I'm a <laughs> leech on society, gum-wise. Gum-wise. Gum <laughs> you know, it's, it's all trade-offs, right? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I guess I never used to make a, well, here, uh, when I lived alone, uh, I kind of just got used to the things I needed to buy. I got real good at grocery shopping. Mm -hmm. the, my local grocery store, I'd walk in, you know, I, I'd bang a right, pick up two or three things, hit a left, 
the side on the only thing that really differed was when I was in the sort of produce section, I would sort of decide on three, three and a half sort of vague meals I thought I might want that week. Right. And then buy the produce specific to that. And then pretty much the rest of the shopping trip was just picking up the things I buy most weeks. Sure. A little bit of cheese, some tortillas. Right. Uh, soy chorizo, of course. You know, who doesn't always have soy chorizo all the time? Most people. Most people don't have soy chorizo. Huh. Some people well, do. they're real. Totally normal yeah. thing to have. But, I mean, instead of soy chorizo, I pick up tomato juice. Hmm. Hmm. Do you think it's a, is that an either-or proposition? Oh, not at all. I bet tomato juice, uh, like, simmered it with soy chorizo is delicious. I, I think I might disagree with you on that one. I really like it's, tomato it's warm juice. Tomato juice isn't good anyway. No, you simmer it and you, like, simmer it for hours and you add, like, lime and onions and maybe You're talking tomatoes. about gazpacho. No, I'm simmering it, so I'm cooking it. Why, why are you not just using tomato paste? Because it was more expensive, or I already have some tomato juice on hand, because I always buy tomato juice. Oh, I like the ingenuity. <laughs> I feel like I'm on a real roller coaster about your eating decisions here. Uh, me too, every day. It's a new adventure. <laughs> they, have, they have actually uh, diet programs around that, to kind of level out that roller coaster. <laughs> I like roller coasters. Oh, wait, I don't like roller They're coasters. Oh, uh, well, that's too We've bad. We've discussed this, but that's oh, okay. I forgot. <laughs> forgot you forgot which character you were playing on this podcast <laughs> oh i'm the one who doesn't like roller coasters oh, years of improv ruined the one who does like roller coasters has a british accent i always forget <laughs> you know that's british people synonymous with roller coasters <laughs> it re really it was a lazy stereotype that 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 particular character that's why we don't bring it up anymore yeah you know we decided we'd move beyond that artistically it's lazy <laughs> All right. Well, I think we need to go hash out some more characters for the second act of this particular episode, and we'll be right back on the Duper Fell Podcast. Let's move into the storm. Let's move into the storm. Let's move into the storm. And we'll eat. Let's move into the storm. And we'll eat for free. Let's move into the storm. And we'll eat for free. Let's move. Holy smokes, we're back on the Boom to Fail podcast talking about the impulse buy. Impulsively. Hey, yeah. Catherine, maybe we should talk about Snickers. <laughs> just, I just had the feeling. Like, I don't know. I just went with it. Uh, Snickers, you like Snickers have nuts, right? And peanuts. Peanuts, yeah. Uh, caramel. Uh, chocolate, chocolate obviously. Uh, maybe nougat? I don't know. Is there nougat? I think I so. What's I don't nougat? think it's nougat. Let's back up. Okay. Hmm. It's a kind of chocolate? Nougat's like a Heath Bar crumbles, right? No, I think that's uh, toffee. That's toffee. Oh, okay. Yeah. Are you sure that nougat uh, isn't just some kind of toffee, some variant on toffee? I think there's nougat in Three Musketeers. I think that's mainly what a Three Musketeers is. Maybe? Oh, Three Musketeers is that pillowy stuff. <laughs> yeah. Is that nougat? I don't think that's it's nougat. It's that stuff that's in my pillow. Because nougat sounds like nuggets, so it would be nuggets of things, right? Well, you'd think, yeah, like a peanut. Yeah. Comes in nuggets. No, it's true. It does, doesn't it? I'd never thought about that before. Never in my All life right. had I considered. This is why we have these talks, these little talks where we get together. <laughs> New perspectives. 
Yeah. Finding <laughs> Prism, a new perspective. That's my uh <laughs> that's my extremely local NPR hour long midday talk radio show. It's called Prism. Prisms, a new perspective. That's you have to say the whole thing. In in the way that I'm going to make a parody of all of your shows, Prison is going to be mine. Prison? Prison. 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 Prison, a new perspective. Perspectives <laughs> on imprisonment. It's different you know. perspectives of prisons from the outside. It's just you I get... describe like a building that is a prison from different perspectives. The oh, I see. Yeah, it's as compelling as what don't people do. <laughs> you know, one of these days I should make these shows so that you can uh, get to work. <laughs> no, do you have? Do you have those? Um, have you have you had experience with these sort of like hyper local uh, NPR talk shows? They have all the sort of DNA of a syndicated NPR talk show. Yes, like your Fresh Air or whatever. Yeah, but it's also just like it's some lady, and you don't understand. Well, or man, um, my experiences with Faith Middleton on WNPR, mm -hmm. where every time it would come on in the lab that I worked in at the time, someone invariably within about 45 seconds would go, we're not listening to this and change it to music. <laughs> oh, Faith Middleton, man. Um, yeah, ours yeah, is but called it, it, The Conversation. The Conversation? Yeah. With who? With some, some guy. <laughs> with Guy DeSumbo. <laughs> guy DeSumbo. That sounds like an NPR name. Could He's be. related to Columbo, but they're from different parts of the family that changed their name differently when they emigrated. Sure, yeah. He's, you know, all right, well, thanks for having this interview with me. One more thing. <laughs> nougat hey, is I have a question. A no, family... this is more important. No, nougat! <laughs> <laughs> you know Jackie Chan Adventures? Of course. You're right, you're right. <laughs> so, you know the uncle? Says one more thing, Jackie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, uh, you think he's related to this family? To the Jackie Chan family? No, no, no. The to Columbo the Columbo's and the Sumbo's family. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Why not? Unco. Unco. That's that's roughly how they pronounced it in the show. Unco. Oh Unco? man, that's yeah. That show inspired a lot of racist impressions. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, there's there's a lot of a lot of issues with that show. I have another really important fact that I want to share with you. Not fact, but observation. No, it's a fact. No, this isn't. Well, can we say it's a fact? Let's, let's let me hear it, and then we'll talk about how whether it's a fact or Darn, not. Darn, I was hoping to get you on board beforehand. Uh, all right, <laughs> you you've seen Batman Beyond. Slick. You were a child. Of once. course, I have. Of course, it was so shway. It was pretty shway. I've been going through it again. Um, wasn't it? It was actually really good. It's right? actually, yeah, really good. The intro does not hold up over time, though. What you mean to tell me? Aimless, aimalotic, distorted guitars don't hold up over time. <laughs> Turns out. <laughs> yep, that's that was probably actually a decent impression of the Batman Beyond. No, theme that song. was pretty dead on, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, it's no, uh, it's no X Men theme. That's for sure. That's, I mean, that's a fact. -na 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 -na. Unlike -na 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 -na. this, which is only a theory. So go ahead. Oh, Jade. I'm sorry, we weren't at the fact yet. <laughs> Jade uh, of Jackie Chan Adventures looks sure. so much like Dana in Batman Beyond. Oh, oh, oh! This is uh, best fan theory ever. So we're saying that. <laughs> 
Jade grew up to become, because Batman Beyond was set within a reasonable time frame of the present day, right? Because Batman was still, like Bruce still Wayne alive. was still alive. Yeah, he's in his like 60s or late 60s, let's say. So maybe 30 years later? Yeah, no, that seems reasonable. Uh, so Jade would, be, would have been older. Unless Jackie Chan Adventures is also set slightly in slightly the future. Slightly in the future. Totally yeah. possible. Boy, that's weird, though, that the way the Jackie Chan Adventure... Well, here's what probably happened. Okay, so uh, in the Jackie truth. Chan Adventures, they're fighting for talismans yeah. with magical powers, right? Yeah. And then later in later seasons for other things with magical powers. But the magical powers remained. Definitely, yeah. And and we we see that their technology is roughly the same as current technology. But they technology. just seem to have some fancy guns, the bad guys, because they can't have real guns. So they kind of have, like, crazy laser You're guns. You're right. Am I, crazy am I off Crazy laser on that? guns. No, no, that's familiar. I, I haven't seen this show in like 15 years. Me or neither, but I... <laughs> however long it's been. <laughs> I think you're right. Uh, some real, um, oh, what's the name of that law? We talked about it on a previous episode. Uh, that, Murphy's? Like... No, not Murphy's law. Nope, nope. <laughs> what, whatever, whatever guns will be poorly thought out, will be poorly thought out. <laughs> Murphy's gun law. No, you know, the, the blank laws that said movies couldn't have all these things. Um, bad things. Is this Come like on. the Steve or Steven what's Harvey show? Mm. Yep. Nope. Not nope, doing word association. <laughs> no. Uh, what? What's his face? What is his face? Oh, Steve Martin. Steve. Steve Martin. Yeah, Steve Martin so. has a theory about writing movies: is that you have to put your craziest thing first, hmm. so that okay. there's a baseline crazy that people ha- have to accept, and then they're like, "Okay, I'm on board." But then you can't it's have the door in the face theory. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you can't have, like, vampires, and then halfway through the movie, the vampires are aliens. Mm-hmm. No, no, I like that twist, though. I do, too. This is the problem with the Steve Martin theory. It's for mainstream only. Right, right. It's for, uh, you know, Bowfinger, his most mainstream movie. Bowfinger? <laughs> yeah, you ever watch Bowfinger? No, I didn't. That was a TBS staple for a while. <laughs> oh, I gotcha, I gotcha. It's not super important. The, the laws I'm talking about are the ones from like the 1920s or 30s where the film industry self-regulated to say like, uh-oh, we're afraid that the government's going to regulate us. Oh, we should make code. up our own rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, whose code was that? I mean, it's just the code. referred yeah, to as Yeah, it was the a code. code. Yeah. Mm. Somebody was mm. behind it, though. All right. Some dude. Well, you work on that. Okay. And I'll espouse my, my theory. Um, the, uh, okay. So, so, yeah, it's a little technologically advanced in Jackie Chan Adventures. But not so advanced. It's not an unrecognizable world like the world that we see in Batman Beyond. Right. Because, like, they stop having cash. They have credits. Everybody gets gene splices instead of tattoos. And they're all saying shway. And we all say shway, which would never happen. Not in a hundred <laughs> years. So clearly there was a disruptive event that came in and just shifted the culture, both uh, culturally and technologically. Yes. And I think that event may be the harnessing of the magic talismans from <gasps> Jackie Chan Adventures. Oh, putting so Jade true. at the very center of both situations. And then she has to change her name, right? Because she can't be associated as Jade Chan. Right, exactly. Because everyone knows Jackie Chan. Everybody knows that. And everybody knows it was all his fault. And mm-hmm. the, it's the reason the world's in the crapper right now. And Jade is a hated figure. So she has to change exactly. her name to Dana. To Dana. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, when you think about it, there's a certain assonance between Jade and Dana. They both have that A sound. That's true. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's an easy pick. It's, it's, um, it's different enough that no one would suspect, but the same enough so that there's like a subtle wink 
subtle wink to your, your friends and loved ones. I mean, she's not going to change her name to, like, Ruby. That's obvious. Yeah, or Emerald. Or Diamond. <laughs> no, no, she wouldn't change her name to those either, would she? Probably not. Amethyst. Uh... Quartz. <laughs> oh, Quartz. Quartz has the feeling of one of those, like, like it's, it's like a name that'll be trendy in five years. You know, like, uh, whatever, Mason oh, right, was, was really you? popular five years ago. Yeah, Quartz mm-hmm. is going to be uh, the kind of name everyone goes, ugh, five years from now. And then 25 years from now, we're going to be like, oh, hey, Quartz is here. <laughs> Quartz or Onyx. How's everybody doing? Obsidian, good to see you. It's going to be a real rock name. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a rock slide of names. And then we all become rock people. So in the distant future, we become the never-ending story universe. <laughs> in which we were all rock we guardians. we all these together. All right. Impulse buys. <laughs> <laughs> okay we're gonna we're gonna rein in our impulses tie up a few loose ends on our uh world consuming fan fiction here and uh we'll be right back on the new Fair podcast And we are back on the Doom to Fail podcast talking about <laughs> we will go to the moon and do the other thing, not because it is easy, but because it is difficult. We're here with Robot Kennedy today. <laughs> Hello, Catherine. Hi, it is uh, Mr. Or, uh, President. a pleasure to see you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I was unaware that robot- robots were able to experience pleasure. It... it... <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> hey, Keep it together. It's too bad. It's too bad I lost it because I had a great joke about robot v. Wade. But it's over now. <laughs> We're just going to have to let that that joke. It was going to be so great. And it's still pretty life. great. <laughs> so, scandals such as the one uh, released in Robot v. Wade. Those are plentiful on the left side of the impulse buy section, which is the topic we're talking about uh, yes. that you see in your your star magazines, your your Oprah, your uh, Ladies Home Journal. Not a lot your of scandals in Ladies Home, home Journal. Home cooking. Home, better homes. You know, better homes, better gardens. Uh, better homes, better gardens. That's like bigger brothers, big sisters. Is that what it is? I don't know. Uh, better brothers, <sighs> better sisters. There's, that's for the uh, the disappointed sibling. Here's the thing about those. Tell me. They're going to say the most interesting thing that they have to say in the front. Oh, they're doing the Steve, the Steve Martin uh, screenwriting technique. Absolutely. Yeah. So the right. most interesting thing in that magazine can be obtained from the front. So you don't need to buy them. Mm. But what if I want to see more pictures of people who are usually pretty looking kind of ugly? Or being pregnant. Same thing. Or being right? pregnant. <laughs> Oh! Scandal! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, that is gonna end up in in some magazine. Star magazine. Star magazine, exactly. Well, they break out though. Those magazines, though, they break out into they're sort of uh, celebrity trash. Um, 
super boring, like, Reader's Digest-type magazines. Yeah, cake magazines. There's always yeah. a picture of, like, a cake on them. Well, yeah, and then, but then there's the lifestyle porn magazines. Your, your, uh, Weekender, or Getaways. Mm. Oh, or, yeah. Yeah. Seattle And then, Met. I guess, Seattle Met, ooh. <laughs> Seattle Only in the finest of grocery stores. Oh, I, that's the one that gets me, is the Seattle Metropolitan. Tell Top me about 20 this dentists magazine. in Seattle. Every year they release one. <laughs> well, say what you will, but it's not super easy to pick a dentist. No, it's, it's so nice bad. to have a guide. Yeah. They, no, they're I, so I, big I, on top 20 lists on the Seattle Metropolitan. Why 20? Do you think it's just like top 10 wouldn't really fill out the page count or? That's exactly what it is. <laughs> <laughs> is the Seattle Met a glossy magazine? Yes. Or, okay. So it is, it's aimed at your, your upper crust, upper yep. crust again. Yeah. Uh, people in their 40s, which makes me really uncomfortable that I'm always so drawn in by it. <laughs> well, it's good pictures. I mean, it's the same as like uh, Pinterest, for instance. It's mostly yeah. about the fact that you get big, nice pictures. Exactly. Exactly. Is there a parallel between the impulse buy magazines and things on Pinterest? I, I'm sensing something, but I can't phrase it. Doesn't it seem like it, right? The most interesting thing they have to say is right there. Yeah, there's definitely that. I think it's about uh, I would cakes. between given the opportunity to buy a magazine or browse Pinterest for 45 minutes or so, I would browse Pinterest for 45 minutes or so because I feel like I would get the same amount of utility and the same mm. quality of utility. Uh, well, what el- but it what would else, be free. What else do we know about this situation? Like am I at home on my couch? Am I in a dentist office? Am I on the bus? Am I, I standing know. at the impulse bisection holding up the line? <laughs> I don't Sir, know. So you've been here for 45 minutes looking at that, uh, that issue of glamour. <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing about either of those things. You can read Pinterest slash Star Magazine at any time that you want to. Anytime, anywhere. Hmm. So yeah. I think we could say for this hypothetical at your place of choice. Okay. Excellent, excellent. I think I might prefer to read the magazine. Assuming I'm reading essentially vacuous material one way or another, the magazine's sort of nicer. It's nice to be away from a screen for a little bit, you know? Yeah. No, that's true. And those phones. I mean, even the phones where I don't have to sit at an uncomfortable computer, the phone is not the most ergonomic. Phones? Oh, that's that's true. Phones aren't very ergonomic. Why don't you have an iPad with you or a tablet? What are you thinking? Why are you wouldn't thinking? you just carry an iPad everywhere? Why aren't you a 45-year-old man? Taking photos? Do you... Oh, gosh. <laughs> I don't even want to get into the taking photos with iPads thing. <laughs> Let's all take a step back and just be at peace with that, I guess. Or okay, not do it. I can do that. Can I can do that. Do it? <sighs> <sighs> no, Tim, we have to do this. We no, have you to can't, remember you can't make this. Me. No, no, I won't. <laughs> I won't talk about how irritating it is and how dumb everybody looks when they do it and how we're rapidly approaching a place where it is culturally accepted. You mean how we're rapidly approaching the Pokemon society? Uh, in, in that it, uh, we are a... Uh, society are, are, in decline. We're, we're reaching a period of cultural senescence, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, not to worry, though, because soon... Soon we will have uh, hoverboards and gene splicing and get to say shway all the time. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, and really cool supervillains, too. They had some great rogues gallery. They in that did. One. Oh, man. Ink like ink. 
the ink. Yeah, that was super cool. Or uh, the dude who made played with sound in weird ways. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. He could make and it then, totally silent, or he could make it so only one thing was loud and everything else was quiet. It's and like then a sound engineer's dream. McGinnis's uh, old uh, case and buddy, old crime buddy, who made it out of prison and was like, hey, let's start up the old band. And then he turns into a mutant because of Batman. <laughs> well, who, that's happened to all of us one time or another. That's true. How was your day? I turned into a mutant because of Batman. Yeah, some days are harder than others. Keep on trucking, you know. <laughs> it's like going to the DMV. Yeah. Ugh. Errands. <laughs> this is grocery shopping. Yeah. Not not counting the impulse buy section, which I feel like I. That is my uh. That is my moment of meditation after the grocery shopping itself. Grocery shopping is one of the few things that uh, I don't mind running that errand. Most other errands, no. I am I'm no, astounded no. that I have to do. I'm just like, yeah. what? I have to go to the dentist, and I don't even know the top twenty. <laughs> <sighs> this is unacceptable. But grocery shopping, I can do. I'll I'll even happily try out different places. I'll see how I like their impulse buy section, how I like their cashiers. Oh yeah, absolutely. Cashiers are very important. That's mm. why I'm thinking of switching grocery stores to this new place that opened up. Yeah. Well, you know They're how you have to so do it, quaint. though? You have to tell them. Like, like, you know, at any time of transition, you have to play that to your advantage and be like, you know, I've been thinking about coming over to this place. But uh, I think, uh, you know, the cashier thing, it's kind of a big deal to me. And I just feel like uh, maybe tip it a little more in my direction. I don't think Quality Food Center will care. They're probably doing fine. They're, I think Are they're you... doing fine for themselves. You're you're shifting from or to your your QFC. From QFC. Uh, okay, you're finally sick of that. Uh, all of its QFCness. It's too much quality. That's the problem. It's too centered. Mm. Really? You like something? Actually, out there you know the real problem: too much food. Mm. It's too yeah. It's too big. <laughs> too much throughput. Even their logistics throughput? too well. Hey, it's yeah. not the quality throughput center. Get it straight. <laughs> if it were, it would just be a series of pipes that you would you just sort of walk up to a pipe, uh, attach your shopping bag to it, and open a valve, and like 15 items or less fall out. And you... Like a cartoon. <laughs> Get your grocery sludge. <clears throat> or I suppose it could, yeah, it could just be all like solid foods, like we were in the uh, cartoon depiction of the future. Mm, ah, the cartoon depiction of the future. It's good stuff. Those were the days. Those were the days when we had cartoon depictions of the future. Mm -hmm. One last question about okay. impulsive buys. Yeah. How? So I feel like they're targeted at uh, someone who's behind a couple of people, right? Right. But as you inch closer and closer to actually like being the person who is on deck now, or, mm -hmm. you know, up to bat as far as uh, checking out. You, oh, you, yeah. now need to, you need to make eye contact with the cashier. You need to say, hi, how are you? Oh, yeah. good. Not bad. Yeah, okay. Need to make stupid like some bags. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as you approach that, there is this sort of creeping impulse to buy something from the impulse buy. Like, I feel an added pressure as I get oh, closer yeah. and closer. And I find that is where I often make the impulse buy decision when I do, which is rare. That makes it's so mostly much sense. Gum. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a, a exponential growth curve. Well, I mean, maybe. the window is closing, and you feel that pressure. Mm-hmm. It's uh, you know, limited time only. Yeah. Just Twix for five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
uh, but it might go up. It might be more expensive the next time I come back. They're not going to let me back at the grocery store once I check out. <laughs> so do you feel, I mean, that sounds like you agree. That That is the time oh, yeah. when you no, make I those totally purchases. I totally feel that way. It's that last second. Totally. Like, oh, hi, how are you? But just let me quick. Or, or I do the apology. You know what? I'm actually going to get a Twix also. I think we've all been there where we're like, I need to stop this conversation. I'm with you to buy more things from you. Excuse me. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I apologize, but. Here's more money. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that's the issue with economics in general. I think, it, uh, you know, um, behavioral economics tends to assume that we are most driven towards greater utility. And often that takes the form of cash. But really, it takes the form of a weird social currency of which we're all just barely aware in the left back of our brain. Yeah, and we uh, all are in serious debt on. On it. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. They can't, they can't even... It's like, uh, it's like we're constantly taking out payday loans for this imagined social <laughs> currency. It's so true. Oh. I, know, I know I actually accidentally insulted you by saying your thing was just okay and then moving on instead of talking to you more about it, but I swear I'm good for it. I'll ask you more about how your day's going the next time we meet. <laughs> oh, it's a terrible world out there. It's dark. It's, it's, it's not quite dark. Batman Beyond Dark. No. We're getting there. But we should probably it's certainly go... certainly not uh, re- shway. We should review the tapes. And uh, get prepared for the coming uh, social apocalypse. Project Boy, this is going to be dark. Yeah. Dark, dark episode. Uh, foreshadowing. Dark secret. And we will be back next week talking about more interesting things on the Dear to Fail podcast. But until then, that's Catherine Cogart over there. Tim Dobbs over here. Bye. Bye. Uh, let's see. Nougat is a confectionery made with sugar and or honey, roasted nuts, whipped egg whites, and sometimes candied fruit. I think nougat is a little is a little broader than we'd hoped. Yeah. I think everything is nougat. I think I think anything you, you... nougat is all, and we are nu- nougat. Yeah, we are all nougat in a way. <laughs> <laughs>